Confidence. Confidence. Join us, please. Confidence. Just go ahead and peek the audio right out of the way. You egged us on. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Guys, hi. Welcome back to this week's episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we are absolutely sure we don't know everything. And boy, what a fucking time, you guys. I should introduce everyone we have here. We have Zach Noe Towers, you guys have seen on Hello. multiple episodes. My co-host on Dating No yes. Filter, comedian, twink extraordinaire. Wow. Or old, otter. Old twink. Yeah. Otter. Fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Solid otter, old um, twink. We why, have done why? a... Because I can hear you better without oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you've done a couple episodes of the podcast. Everyone loves you. You're very funny. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Okay. Z- Zach Noe Towers, gay male. Hi, hey, 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 hey. Welcome hey, back hey, to the podcast. Yeah. Gay male. Uh, then we have me, your host, Kelsey Dara, uh, queer person and host thank you for having another episode Kelsey you're welcome Kelsey uh, then we've got if you were a BuzzFeed fan uh, you might remember this guy he was on two <laughs> episodes of adult shit he's one of my best friends my favorite filmmaker and BuzzFeed star Steven also known as Stove wow. Cantor wow oh oh, that's oh. honor to be here oh god I better change that's him again. let's try that again Honored to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, um, Cantor, you're a straight male. I am. And we usually don't have a lot of those. Usually the only ones that come on are Jared. So you're welcome. Yeah, so what are you doing? I don't uh, know. Yeah, we got so overload. No, you'll see. I haven't told Cantor what the episode's about yet. No so idea. we're going to like surprise him in a little bit about the topic. Uh, so thanks for being here. <laughs> what have you been up to me. since leaving BuzzFeed? I mean, you just gave me a great uh, massage. <laughs> Wait, that sounds Oh my God, weird. yeah. <laughs> a Let very platonic, chronic pain massage. Yeah, which I didn't ask for, but I'm, I'm happy you came. <laughs> did not consent, consent to my massaging. No, but um, there was some CBD involved. Oh yeah. There was some cupping involved. And that's all you've been doing since you left BuzzFeed. Pretty much, yeah. No, you've been editing your balls off because you're making films and stuff. Making, trying to develop uh, feature films Ooh. and uh, got a couple Ooh. of short films Ooh. that are coming up. One we're working out. on. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Well, two, actually. Yeah, two we're working on. Yeah. One's um, about coming and one's about gay stuff. Yeah. To we, put it lightly. <laughs> I was like, how is hers about coming? But no, it's probably it. Yeah. 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 Um, you're also single. Damn. I didn't realize that until, you know, yeah. <laughs> this I'm, very uh, moment. I'm single. Yeah. 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 Because most people on BuzzFeed remember you from being in a, in a relation. Oh, is that how you were known? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Big oh, time. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. it was like right at the peak of when BuzzFeed videos were like, it was like couples videos mm-hmm. performed mm-hmm. the best. Like, so they used every you. Every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, they would, they bring us in and, you know, it just became like, your identity more than well no but <laughs> to other people it was like absolutely people still recognize like they, both of us they shipped wow. you oh yeah i mean time. we were already in a relationship a, yeah <laughs> they were still shipping us yeah but. and even post breakup they would ship you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or you know take curse sides. me yeah uh, um but, uh, well i'm glad fine. you're um here thank you uh and finally we have all of you know my boyfriend dj capslap la dj lucas thanks Woo! for coming back and just to establish you identify as a straight male who is in an open relationship with a queer female thank you okay so now that we've got all that <laughs> out of the fucking way let's just like get this out of the way we have to talk about coronavirus I mean, by the time this comes out, it's going to be Monday, and fucking who knows what's going to happen by then. Mm-hmm. We've done an episode about it. Everything has changed since then. We talked a little, little bit about it last week, but it just, it's fucking crazy what's happening right now, and I feel like yeah. LA is getting it 
is is going even crazier because everyone's panic buying. And then I called my mom in Tampa, Florida, and she's like, "No, every everything's kind of just going." My normal. mom in in Missouri is couldn't be more chill. Yeah, mm. yeah. but it's it feels like a an apocalyptic like uh, contagion movie here in L.A. Not to mention it's also raining. Like it's mm-hmm. been yeah, nonstop yeah. rain in yep. L.A., which already is like jokingly we, we referred out. to as an apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a good time. Well, we're be. we're supposed to we're not technically quarantined as of today. But Spain is about to go on a full country quarantine like Italy mm. and everyone's really angry that we're not doing that and and Trump didn't even suggest social distancing. It's wild. Although he just got tested. So. Well, here's my theory. And I actually think this came a friend from a friend on Twitter Matt Real. He said Trump definitely has it. Because if he didn't, he would be bragging about it. But the fact that he's like, <laughs> oh. oh, I'm going to figure it out. We're getting tested. The fact that he hasn't Scoot been over. tested yet, I don't believe, I don't think. But he just got tested today. I know, but don't you test the president for something like that first? First? And constantly, like, like every day, you test mm-hmm. the president of the United States of America mm-hmm. for this virus? He is trying not to make, he doesn't want to get, te- or he didn't want to get tested because he didn't want people to think he cared. He wow. wants it to still be so lax and like, it isn't a big deal because I think this is going to end his presidency. I think this is going to get so bad and people are going to lose so much money and his followers are going to, like, I don't know if they're going to stick through this with him. Cantor, you look like you fully disagree with me. No, no. I just, it seems that like that, but it's the elections a long time from now mm. and a lot of things to change. And if there's any person that has been able to historically take things that we think are going to end his yeah. uh, run. Mm-hmm. It's this point. motherfucker. So That's I don't know. Point. He'll, uh, I don't know. Cause if it is handled in the next month, then he's he'll get all blow. the praise. Yeah. 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 No yeah. matter what, mm-hmm. he's not going to take responsibility. I just don't know how this isn't like a springboard for Bernie Sanders. I, I don't understand how mm. it's not, you know what I mean? Like, is it- <sighs> I don't, I haven't heard anything from him really. I mean, I follow him on Twitter, so I, I hear every every step of the way. Mm. Um, that's why I set out this this can of Lysol, because I wanted to go through and ask you guys what have been your... Um, I wouldn't say we've been panic buying. I think we've been, like, responsibly restocking. Like, I didn't go crazy for toilet paper. I didn't, like, gouge anything. The only thing I did kind of go, like, two or three more cartons overboard on than we normally do is oat milk, because we drink so much coffee oat milk. Oat milk is <laughs> essential. Yeah, yeah. so what Zach, what have you panicked? Like, um, every time I go to the store, I buy like four items that I don't really need and that won't help me out <laughs> mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, that most recently today, I bought an onion. <laughs> <laughs> an onion is such a funny thing to say. <laughs> an onion. Um, some bacon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, a little a, a, a yogurt-based guacamole. Wow. And I honestly forgot the fourth item. I promise it's not useful either. Um, I, I, I'm not prepared for this in any way. So I've kind of just been like shopping for myself. <laughs> but like every time I leave the house, I'm yeah. like, oh, uh, like, okay. On my, on my dining room table right now is my panic kit. Uh-huh. And it's like two boxes of cereal, <laughs> two boxes of granola bars, six packets of tuna. Oh, I got oh, tuna nice. too. Yeah. Um, which actually did was like, this is good. This yeah, is a yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. Uh, mayo Beca- for the Mayo's tuna. Mayo's going to go bad once you open it. Sure. I, okay. I've i never let a jar of mayo go bad in my life. Ew. I love mayo. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's like it. Cantor? We're such millennials. We I, I we have no by. idea. Yeah. I mean, did you do a, Did you do a... I, sh- I went yesterday. Yeah? I, th- I feel like I was too late though because totally. it was just gone. complete pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Went to Ralph's. It was like... 
people. It was I Am Legend. It was just like people. <gasps> tell, also, tell them how long you waited in line. I th- I at a certain point I like blacked out and I I think it was over an hour I, oh to check God. out at a grocery store that's yeah, insane yeah, yeah and then it, it's like you don't know how long it's gonna take so you wait yeah. there and you're like well it can't possibly yeah. get worse and then it just takes forever and then yeah. and then I felt but then there was like some communal feeling to it like I think people people weren't like screaming at each other like there was at least some civil. Um, camaraderie camaraderie going Community. on and this this woman in front of me she like had like three bags i was like oh you can put your stuff in my cart we'll like you know until we get up there and she's like thank you so much Aww. i'm like of course also oh, wait you can't you. sidestep the question what did you fucking buy oh yeah so oh, yeah. And i you got waited longer than i did for it so yeah. my onions about to sound smart as fuck <laughs> well i i got onion oh, onions yeah. onion damn i got more than one onion there were two um, left i my friend got the other one okay <laughs> Um, I got, I got water, I got tuna, I got uh, soup, but really what I fucking got, and for some reason they were in stock, I'm a Beyond Meat bitch. Oh, oh wow. You guys up on Beyond Meat? Hell yeah. yeah. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. Beyond Big Meat. Big into it. You yeah. go that ground beef. Yeah, because you wow. put in anything. Versatile. Yes. And hard to find. Now, and what let about me tell you, Impossible? They were, compared eh, to Beyond? Impossible, it's got soy in it, so. Oh. Do they sell Impossible oh. at grocery stores? I yeah, I, I think at Target too. they do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I saw that and I was like, well, I already eat this thing. Like yeah. I'm preparing for a war, so I'm going to get two more. Put yeah. them in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's the mm. thing is I feel like as young people, we aren't going to be buying the plastic water bottles because we know it's bad for the environment. Right. We're not assholes, so we're not like stockpiling shit the way that I'm watching like in some fucking Adult. states. Yeah, yeah like oh. people are buying like thousands of rolls of toilet paper and then upselling them on eBay and Amazon and people are shutting down their accounts. Like, I feel like we're actually doing this pretty responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people our age that are not too responsibly, yeah. but yeah, I mean, yeah. for sure. The toilet paper thing, I know it's been talked, everyone talks about it and says yeah. this as a joke, but like, I, what is the I don't idea it. behind it? I don't get it. Is it that you just think that, well... It's such I'm, a basic necessity and the idea of not having it is scaring you people. You can wipe your ass literally with your hand and then wash your hand. Like, I would rather have more tuna. <laughs> oh, by the way, I wrote this down as a note. Remember that podcast, like six podcasts ago, when we talked about moving in with your partner and your number one pet peeve about me was that you I never wash my hands? hands. Yeah. I have been getting oh, DMs. Whoa. I have been getting Good. DMs on DMs. <laughs> wash your hands? Yes, like adamantly getting DMs about people asking me if I've changed my ways. My answer is not only have I changed them, my OCD, which I do have, has kicked in like hard and I'm overwashing my hands now. I thank have you. hand sanitizer thank you guys. everywhere. Yeah, you're welcome. Right. Just for all the uh, confidants out there, thank you. Yeah, that was the confidants You job. are though in like the majority of people who have been like, whoa, we have to start washing our hands? Like, <laughs> I was like, what else should I be washing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys wash your pussy? What? Um, also, things are getting canceled like crazy. Mm. Uh, Hollywood is projected to lose $20 billion wow, over the coronavirus. There's no movie release dates now. They push release Mulan, dates Furious. Been... They push A Quiet Place 2, Furious. <gasps> AMC and Arclight have both said that they're only selling half yeah. the amount of theater tickets so that people can sit one row away from each other. They're like, that's going to fucking do anything. I wonder how Netflix is going to do. Just crushing it. Oh, yeah. Well, Quibi yeah. should balls up, you know, and, and release their shit now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a little insider baseball talk, but Quibi's going to be a new online platform like Netflix, but it's going to be strictly on your phone. Basically. Yeah. yeah. 
that's a whole other conversation that we can talk about, but we won't. So things are getting canceled left and right. Jared, you had like six shows, six DJ, lit DJ shows canceled. More than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all these, literally the entire spring tour is officially postponed. And that's like your income. Date. Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> Not great. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to make some serious kind of changes into mm-hmm. what I'm doing uh, and mm-hmm. find a way to get side some hustle. income get some side hustles selling going. that dick yeah. on the street corner yeah, might have to uh canter and, and zach you are also both freely in the freelance life a little bit are you guys freaking out at all about income yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i yeah. mean every industry is affected of yeah. course it's economically maybe arguably is like the largest impact that's actually going to be felt yeah like for a long time yeah and you know freelance i mean we're working entertainment i yeah. mean this is not necessarily a necessity mm-hmm. compared to education and mm-hmm. and healthcare and mm-hmm. so but that being said it's like yeah those things are being canceled. Yeah. 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 So it's. Shoots are being canceled. Yeah. Right. I mean, I our short, tour. we should shoot right now. Yeah. If we anything. should absolutely. Because people will be desperate for work. It's a great point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you freaking out? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a bunch of shows canceled too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on tour with someone and. She's they, a famous she's comedian. She's famous uh, comedian, yeah. And she, they added two dates to the tour on Monday and then they canceled all the dates on like Wednesday. Yeah. Because so, of the 250 person gathering rule. Yeah. And she's, she pulls in a lot of people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nice, though, that we're all affected because yeah. it feels like, you know, group trauma. Like <laughs> everyone kind of understands. Like, yeah. Yeah. so I'm not free. I should be freaked out. There's a world in which I absolutely run out of money yeah. by the end of this. But like, I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Today I have money. Yeah. Today I have, you know, Live in the an onion. And onion. onion. <laughs> it's important. This episode is going to be called Zach's and Onion. Zach's and Onion. Um, <laughs> So long story short, we could talk about Corona forever, but we won't because we want to get to the theme of this podcast. I know you're <laughs> looking just at the title. So connected. Like, ooh. Well, here's the thing. Um, I wanted to mention one housekeeping item. Uh, we sold out of 50 of the Confidently Insecure stickers last night. I was up all morning sending out 50 stickers all around the country to New Zealand, Canada, the UK, Hong Kong. Guys, she loves you. I like, do. I love really my coffee. Do. Are you Wait, kidding? You're mailing she, a sticker? She got yeah. a packet of these stickers <laughs> right in here, the mail. These, the Confidently the Insecure, Insecure stickers. stickers. They I were just shipped about to her. Them last night. Yeah. And then she's sitting here in the morning <laughs> by herself writing handwritten <laughs> on the like, envelopes I, and putting each sticker in and yeah. putting it and sending them How out. How much are they a sale for sale for? Well, here's the thing is I put out $22. on my, yeah, right. I put <laughs> out on my, my Instagram, just don't me whatever you think it's worth. I know some people can only do like 50 cents to a dollar and I can't even believe you're willing to give me that. That's so kind. And some people sent me 20 and That's I'm awesome. like, but then some people sent me 20 because they knew I'd be shipping it. Yeah, to New Zealand. Yeah. 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 Then you lose money My still. confidants are the best. No one's a dick. No one's judgmental. Even Aww. when people have to criticize and give advice. See, I think someone just sent me a Venmo. See? Wow. Um, I thought that you were on airplane I mode. I am. It still sends my notifications. Oh. I don't know why. That um, seems actually impossible. Um, even when people... Wi-Fi. <laughs> <It> does. <laughs> Wi-Fi, you're right. Into that. Yeah. Um, even when people do have criticism to give, which, don't get me wrong, I read them all and I, I get very sad for like three seconds, but then I remember like how kind you guys have all been uh, when you do give advice. Even especially with the politics podcast that we did two weeks ago, so many of you... DM'd me about how you wish I had talked about Warren more. And I was like, I knew she was going to be gone soon. So I didn't. But even like the sex episode last week and the virginity episode, some of you DM'd me being like, hey, loved it. And you yes. also didn't talk about how like some people do want to wait till marriage. And that's a good thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I is it? Is it? <laughs> it's just not my experience. Is but it? I try to cover all 
topics, which is exactly why I brought you three here today, because I wanted a very diverse range of conversation around <laughs> this week's theme, which is anal sex. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I also and love the, boom the diverse two, 50% of the panel um, is a straight man. One is in a relationship. Okay, okay. An open relationship and one One's is single. addicted to anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, Cantor, I'm sorry I sprung this on you. Feel free to share as much or as little about your personal life as you want. But have you done anal sex? Ah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Hot seat right are out you, of the gate. Are you mad? I surprised you. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I knew it would be something that would. You know me too well. Poor yeah. Cantor got the fucked up microphone, and we keep switching you, it back and forth. You drop this anal surprise on me, and then you I give know. me the fucked up mic. I know. Well, technically, it's Jared's fault. He set up the microphones. I take my no responsibility. Like Trump, it's falling again. I know. Is we have fine? to tighten I'll... this top part. This is good. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, confidants, that yeah. we didn't prepare. Um, so. Again, like I wanted to bring us all here to talk about it um, and we'll kind of dive into different sections. We're going to talk about gay anal sex, women's anal sex, straight male anal sex. But first I wanted to start with a brief history of anal sex, if you oh will. My God. Feel free to comment and co- talk as, as we go. This is exciting. Don't look. Ooh. Stop looking I, at my thing. Girl. He's You're excited. looking. I don't do any additional reading if I don't have to. <laughs> okay, fair. I forgot you could read. <laughs> Dating back to the ancient Greek, Greek times, anal sex played a role in the expression of same-sex sexuality, albeit with fewer vari- varieties of loop. Between 100 AD and 800 AD in northern Peru, the moche culture production of pottery exploded and archaeologists unearthed a fuck ton of male-to-male anal sex depictions. Researchers have studied and concluded it was also used as a method of birth control for people that didn't want children. Uh, in the in this article that was really really interesting, written by Joe Duncan on Moments of Passion, I'm going to link this below because it's really fascinating. He says a Polish anthropologist by the name of Bronslaw Menelowski explored many cultures which have been encapsulated in time through their remoteness and lack of content with other cultures. One of the cultures he wrote about, the Trobrand Islanders, who lived near New Guinea on a very remote island, how had no clue how babies came to be and. And it's likely that many older cultures were much the same. These people believed quite simply that a ghost, yes, an actual ghost came and impregnated women. Uh, and thus the responsibilities of adulthood didn't belong to the father, but the community. As and the they ghost. had no conception oh. of fatherhood. Imagine having no conception of fatherhood at all. And an entire civilization of people running around, having whatever kind of sex they wanted with whomever they wanted. The tribe communalized the responsibility of raising children while everyone else played. Human history was likely much more radical than you think. That's pretty sweet. They just fucked whatever. And they were like, like a- Oh, this one got pregnant. She was ghosts. They never picked up on a trend. Didn't I guess not? <laughs> but that's that's how much sex they were having with each sure. other. It wasn't like male to female. And again, sorry that we're going to be using kind of like generalized uh, male to female talk in this. I am reading a lot from like National Health Institute and stuff, and their language is a little old. But in this case, we're talking male to female sex. They were everyone was having everyone. sex, mm-hmm. so they were that's having crazy. so much different sex than traditional mm. penis to vagina penetration that they couldn't they couldn't find a pattern. Wow. 
And then you'd be like, wow, how is that possible? How can they find a pattern? Because we know it that Christianity ruined anal sex's reputation. Damn. So in Leviticus 2013, it says, if a man has sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They are to be put to death and their blood will be on their own heads. Damn. Sodomy is anal sex. It comes from the Sodom and Gomorrah where God destroyed the city because of the homosexuality that was going on there. That wait 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 wait. It was just because of homophobia, like homo- homosexual behavior. I just yes. had a stroke on yeah. camera. They were like, "This oh. is gay city," so like West Hollywood. Ah! <laughs> and they were like off of their heads. Uh, I thought it was just like a city full of sinners who were doing butt stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The anus anal was not designed crimes. for sex. Neither is it safe to practice. Even though the Bible doesn't discuss anal sex between a married couple. Why not? Do we sure. make this rule? From what the Bible does tell us, you can see that God intended for the penis to go inside the vagina, not the anus. Genesis 19, 5 through 7 says, They called to the lot. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out so that we can have sex with them. The lot went outside to me and shut the door behind him. And Jesus said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Ooh. Wow. So even though the Bible doesn't, really say that married couples shouldn't have anal they're just assuming that christians preached forever and ever that it was supposed to be penis and vagina because it was written in the bible this is the thing that pisses me off though there's so many other things in the bible it's the whole like if a woman's on her period mm-hmm. like cast her out of the house or like if she sits Bitch. on a piece of furniture burn the furniture <gasps> mixed fabric too you can't even have sure shrimp. you're not allowed to have shrimp don't touch shrimp? the skin of a dead Lobsters. pig which Sorry. is a football like there's a oh, bunch of things that damn. we just like kind of like dance around but they really highlight the gay mm-hmm. sex one yeah i think that it is interesting when i was doing this research that before religion came into play but stuff was happening with more straight men than ever or sure, more like the, fluid men than the ever. grecian warrior thing was like they often would like pair up and fight for one another's honor and like Ooh. fuck each other Ooh. and it's also like don't wow. quote, don't google that but i think that's <laughs> that in my mind that's what happened that's fucking hot 300 a dick i can see that like a dominance thing i can totally see i would that. love to like see a- brokeback mountain on like 300 <laughs> Oh like my a gay God, love the story men of 300. Of Sparta. Yeah. <gasps> it's kind of surprising that's not been done. It's probably being done right it's now. It's kind of, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that is the little brief history of anal sex. Before we talk about it, uh, I wanted to, again, mention that we are coming from the perspective uh, perspective of a gay male, queer woman, straight man who is single. <laughs> straight man who is in a relationship with open relationship with a bisexual woman. So how does everyone feel about anal sex? Don't don't say it all at once. Mm-hmm. Zach, of course you'd be the first to chime in. I'm pro. Yeah. In general. Yeah. yeah. If I had more holes, I'd probably try those out too. Um it's actually not uh, it's not the most important thing to me mm. in my sex life by any stretch of the imagination. Stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. You heard me. You heard me. Nice. Um, I'm glad you bring that up. What? Stretching? Uh, (laughs) I'll skip a little bit to talk about uh, gay anal sex. Uh, But one third, this was done in 2016. uh, The National Institute of Health surveyed a bunch of dudes who identified as gay men and said one third say that it's not part of their regular sexual relationship. It just Mm -hmm. takes so much um, prep. Like if you're receiving anal sex, it's like, man, it's like down to the diet. You know what I mean? Like you're you're Mm -hmm. constantly thinking like, Oh, like, how is this going to affect me, you know, in eight to 12 hours? You know, <laughs> wow. truly, like, yeah. there's literally fiber planning. supplements 
uh, for gay men to, yeah. to make you like uh, your system like flush out Shit, people take enemas right I mean yeah, that's like, I mean, yeah, yeah. douching cleaning out oh my god God, it's, it's a, a huge thing. Yeah. And there's a whole thing in the gay community about like shame around not being pristine. And it's like, like mm. cleaned out. Yeah, like, or like a speck of like, you know, poo somewhere. And it's like a shameful moment. And yeah. it's like, oh, like dirty bottom. Oh, like, and some people are really understanding about it and some people aren't. But yeah. you factor all these things in and then you're like, fuck, this I'd is like. Just suck a dick and get it dude, over with. You're telling me. I mean, sucking dick is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a woman, I will say, uh, researching too, I noticed a lot of patterns of women talking about how they uh, are more opposed to it than pro just because it hurts mm-hmm. more for women. Uh, and it's more for women. Well, yeah. men have the wow. prostate gland that exactly. swells See, when they're near orgasm, yeah. and the dick hits that thing yeah. over and over. So, yeah, when anal, that's like I the, should have said this. Like, when anal sex is good, like I can come without <laughs> touching myself. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. From getting fucked, but um, <laughs> I mean, for See, like I, I for wish, women, I wish I could like be more like I wish my butt was looser. <laughs> Like I kind of wish I could like fuck around with that because that that seems like awesome that like to have like a prostate organ. Well, Jared, <laughs> we've got a surprise. We've got for you. great news <laughs> for you. There's like literally um kits that okay, start I'm very small with like butt plugs, like wow. like a one that you could manageably take and just like have in you for a bit, and then you move up in like size. I'm so glad you brought what that effort. up, Zach, because I wanted to share a small story before I ask Cantor how do you feel about anal. Um, I, honestly, I, it's not really ever been something that has come up as a thing. I'm not really, yeah. I mean, I don't, I've never really had like a desire to. You've never stuck it in a butt? No, I didn't say that. (laughs) Never said that. There, there have been, you know, attempts at it, but I think like Mm. echoing kind of what you said is like Mm -hmm. with my experience with women is like most women seem to not be into it. Yeah. And you know, it's not anywhere near something that I would like, it's not really any different for us you know yeah. you're putting well, it in, well some would argue uh, some is, people, it, is it like the idea sorry yeah, I, no, no, no. Off, See, like, I think i don't know i think for a lot of dudes it, it does seem to be oh. the idea and for me the the idea is kind of just like eh. i like and how it's, it's, it's like making, the 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 final frontier sure know? it's like it's like Un- the one thing that territory. you can like oh and, yeah like yeah. So I wrote that down that uh, we'll kind of skip around with these facts, but under why does it feel so good for dudes? Um, it's uh, for, for doing it to women. It's that men consider it the forbidden fruit because it's something that they can't get pregnant in the ass. So number one, there's like kind of this dirty taboo, like I can fucking come in and do whatever I want to it. There's also the consent that turns men on because most women don't want to do it there. So it's kind mm. of like a trust thing. Right. I cannot believe you're texting in the middle of this podcast. I mean, it's so the part I can't really comment on. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I can, I'll throw, I'll throw my opinion. Oh out my there. God. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I was sorry. on Grinder. if that makes you feel any better. Oh, wow. Ooh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Looking for some anal yeah, sex. Yeah. As soon as I said about women and anal sex, you checked out. You yeah, fully totally. went on your phone. <laughs> no, I know. Forbidden um, zone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's supposed to be like a forbidden fruit and that it's uh, the, dyna- the power dynamic that most women statistically don't want that as something part of their life. So when it is exactly like what you're saying, Jared, it's kind of like you're given the pass into the gates that are you know, the sacred land, um, for women, it is just, this is what I kept trying to say when I kept going for women, um, (laughs) for women, men have said that it feels like a small door to a large room 
versus with men, because there's a prostate gland in there, it's like you kind of have a job to get done. Sure. Like you're like, I want to make this person come because I, I know it feels good for men. Whereas for women, it's like, it's just your butthole's tight. There's yeah, nothing yeah. really more in there. Apparently, once you get it, I don't know. I've never had a penis and I've never been able to stick it in a woman's butt. I've done it dildo in a girl's butt, but that's a different story. Uh, yeah. Is that true? Does it feel like an open, wide open room in there? It, it definitely feels different. I think the, the tightness of like once <laughs> once it's in there, it's like, definitely uh, you can explore a, a little different feeling. <laughs> yeah, wander. you kind of explore a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and Jared, you've I, maybe I shouldn't out you with these conversations, but we've talked a lot about no, it. Yeah, and yeah. it's just I don't think it's something that like either of us are super duper into. Like it's not something that, requ- you know, excites us really. And that you've talked about. Sometimes you've done it with girls that they just couldn't care less. They're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had some experiences, some fun fun times. Do any in girls my, my single really times. love it? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like specifically fuck me in the ass? I've had a of couple course. girls that really liked it. Um, and I don't know why if they don't have the prostate going on. I think I it's, like the it's mental. It's like 75% yeah, mental for totally, women. Totally. Yeah. I would assume. Or the, or the we, pain too, right? Exactly. I mean, is there a really good thing about, is there a freedom factor about not getting pregnant? Like I can enjoy mm-hmm. this more because mm-hmm. there's no baby. Absolutely. Um, there's also <laughs> an enormous, <laughs> <laughs> there's enormous variability in the sexual repertoire of us adults with more than 40 combinations of sexual activity describes at adults, most recent sexual event. So the fact that like there's like butt fingering, butt bumping penetration, toy play. Like there's, 40 different combinations that people have given the National Institute of Health about what anal sex is to them. Wow. Wow. uh, 40. That's so many. I think Um, even 40 total, which actually still sounded like a lot. Really? Yeah. Um, In 2015, the National Institute of Health, uh, again, they use men and women pronouns in this article, uh, when they asked a lifetime, uh, if any men had had sex in their, anal sex in their lifetime, it was reported that 43% of men and 37% of women had had it in their lifetime, which seems incredibly low. And again, this is in 2015, so five years ago. And that the peak age for anal sex in 2016 was 30 to 34 years old. Wow. That's when anal stuff happens most likely? The peak of it. 30 to 34. Is that I, just like when you're getting bored in a relationship? Yeah. Kind of like mix it up a little Or I think it's that you have, you trust yourself more. Like you're more explorative and open because you've kind of like done it all. I love that yeah. it ends at 34 though. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, it's a phase. Well, I'm glad you said that because then there's this weird like lull, right? Which you would assume would be like adulthood, oh, having children, yes. work. Please tell me it's like it elderly. spikes back up at the age of 70. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yes. Like bucket list out. Yes. Is yes. Yes. all that happens in elderly? Community oh, yeah. sex. They fuck, and you know a lot of chlamydia. I mean, there. it could just be accidental at that age. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, maybe that. Like, I know for women, like it really is a true thing that your muscles become weakened and it doesn't feel as great. And maybe you're like, hey, I never used this thing. Dust it off and put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Take it off the shelf. Give it yeah. a go. Let's see what happens. Damn. Life ain't over. I'm, my, I'm in my third act, which is ar- wow. arguably the best climax. Get it? Oh, nice. Joke. Good ones. Um, Okay. um, The one story I was going to tell about my opinion on it, I'm so sorry, Cantor, that you you can just hold it. it At this point, it's become a bit in it that Cantor's microphone sucks. I'm just going to keep it like this. There you go. Um, I have never been like a huge fan. There was a point where I really enjoyed a finger because it just felt like a little cherry on top, like a little addition. Mm, Then there was one relationship where I kind of became dependent on it because the other aspect of it wasn't really that... Small day. Mm. 
But for Valentine's <laughs> Day, I really wanted to give him anal. That was the present, was that he was going to get anal because that was all I had to give. <laughs> Did you make like a card? Well, I <laughs> used... Um, you put a this. do not enter on your vagina. I This <laughs> da, da, da. is butt beads. Okay, real quick before we keep going, you are, are about to hear phone audio for the next 10 minutes because unfortunately the audio card filled up and stopped recording, but we were all having such fun and good conversation about butt stuff that we figured we'd just keep the next 10 minutes in and we'll pick right back up where <laughs> I fucked up. You didn't fuck up. It happens. I really used this, which is a tiny little butt bead string where there's like a handle to pull it out. And then there's one tiny ball at the end, a medium sized ball in the middle and one large ball at the top. Mm. So it's like you can graduate to the larger ball. And I spent the entire day cleaning the house and getting ready for Valentine's Day. And I walked around the house naked with this in my ass. Nice. So I would like do the dishes with this hanging out of my bottle. I would like clean the cat litter bent over with this coming out of my bottle. All the way in? All the way in. Wow. And then uh, at night he came over for Valentine's Day and he refused to do anal sex with me because he said he had never done anal sex with women without there being tears and poopy dick involved. Wow. So he had had such a bad experience wow. with it that he did not want to even implore wow. the idea of this. And I was like, do you know what I've times? done for you all day? Do you know what I've been through all day with this in my fucking asshole? Wow. Breathing exercises, calling myself. Wow. How many times did he do it? I don't know. That's a lot but of I guess one bad, one bad experience. Well, and did he specify with women? Yeah. Like you just did? What do you mean? I've never had anal sex with women that yeah. didn't end in. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I would assume not because he, present, he, he was pretty great. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, why does it feel so good for men, right? Like we talked about the prostate being there. Um, we we have had evidence that some women do in, ha, report having or shattering orgasms from anal sex. Um, but presumably the best orgasms would come from when all the nerves can be stimulously excited, which happens to be a greater chance in men because of the prostate. Mm-hmm. Um there's also anal lingus, which, believe it or not, uh, anal lingus, the oral anal act of touching the anus with the tongue, is not only more popular than actual anal sex, with a 20, 2018 study showing 18% of men reported they'd performed an act of actual anal sex, while 15% had received anal lingus, and a full 24% had performed anal lingus. The guys are eating girls' butts. Yeah. Huh. Or they yeah. like to get guys their are still. Eating. I don't know how. I'm gonna be interested to hear you guys. Guys are so nervous around their butt because it's the gayest thing. I hate that. That's the thing. No, I'm just like, I have a, jo- a, a bit of my thing. I was like, you have a clit in your butt. I like. I say that to a straight guy at some point, but it's like it's so true. It's like there's so many nerve endings outside, and then like inside, it just gets even more intense. Mm-hmm. Like the most intense orgasm I've ever had is while getting fucked. You know, yeah. it's like a blackout orgasm. And I say that it's so, it's the gayest thing because <laughs> historically that's what it was used for. It was to show same sex uh, relationship. So to say it's like the gayest thing is really unfortunate because it doesn't include in that historical uh, point of view mm-hmm. that it could be women doing anything to men. It was usually mm-hmm. like soldiers mm-hmm. doing it to soldiers. Right. And yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. This, if it was anal, then it, after the church, it was like this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to associate this with, with homosexuality. homosexuality. Yeah. 
That's rough. I feel like I have like a Ferrari and I'm always, I'm just, I'm going in like second gear. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm wasting yeah. all of this Honestly, prostate going on. Like, you're wasting. Fuck. And you're pretty uh, liberal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wish, I've, I actually, so we, <laughs> like we can talk about this yeah. on the podcast here. Uh, I got a, a thing to try and a see if toy. I can, a sex toy that go it's not that big but it goes in your butt mm-hmm. and it like touches the gooch as well what's like, the gooch the, between the balls the balls, the balls and the, yeah <gasps> to try to get the prostate Tate. thing and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna get like a prostate orgasm i'm gonna do this like and i went and i jerked off on my own i just couldn't like get comfortable enough yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's how, how big was this thing it wasn't that big it was like yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> like, like a french fry like a french fry a little bigger than a thumb yeah. interesting I, yeah, I, I, so I just couldn't like I couldn't relax enough totally to totally I get it to get in there yeah. you, you yeah. went to the sex shop and got this or you ordered I think somewhere? we ordered it online because yeah. we were reading what is the best like tool genuinely for straight men to introduce the world of I just couldn't get comfortable. Yeah, I get it. There's even for me, there's still this aspect of like, oh, this is like a foreign thing. Like, Mm. I hate to use the word unnatural. Like, (laughs) so a part of it feels very unnatural. You know, it's like, oh, like, this is my butthole. Like, this is where poop comes out. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. But like, the feeling, once I can get past that, like, the feeling is like insanely good. Fuck. No. Kinter, how do you feel about it? I mean, I'm probably the most sort of vanilla sort of like <laughs> like average sort of straight guy because like and i'm aware of like straight dudes talking about how it's like yeah this is like a great thing and butt play is good but like it wasn't until my later 20s mm-hmm. that like i was even with women that were like necessarily into it mm. and it's still for me like a thing that i just have to unlearn sort mm-hmm. of this I don't even like, I mean, outside of wiping my ass, it's like, this thing doesn't, I'm just not, I, it's, it, you're, you're just, not just friends with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that thing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I'll tell you something right now. I wouldn't be able to pick out my asshole in a line. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, so it's, it's, funny. It's, you need the mirror. You need oh the mirror. God, the one, time, <laughs> one time I had like, I was in, I was in a hotel and they had like a mirror behind the mirror and I like saw my asshole. I was like, Shh. Because I think you tried to surprise me one time. With and you're like, oh, no, 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 there's, it's no surprise that Sorry. intoxication, I'll just say for me, um, sort of bigger, has led to more adventurous and sex. sort of just yeah. kind of like, like whatever. Animalistic. Oh, like Molly alcohol stuff. Okay. Yeah. Totally. I will um, say the one time I did it successfully where someone came, it wasn't necessarily me. I don't think it ever came from penetration in the ass. Uh, was when I was in high school and we got blacked out drunk. Mm. 
And I just remember when it happened, I didn't even care about the actual orgasm. We were both just like, we did it! (laughs) And then, like, I waited another 10 years before I let someone put it back in again. Because I just remember being like, nothing happened. The machine, the slot machine didn't light up. Yeah. The idea of you saying, how could you tell that he lit up is so funny to me. Because the idea of just my face smashed into Jude's butt cheeks. <laughs> like, I can't see your face the way you can with a blowjob where you're, I'm just looking at you from oh. underneath your butt. <laughs> so, like, let's say you're, you guys are in a situation where, like, again, can't, you're single, so you're just out there, you're playing the field, you're just, like, slamming left and right, <laughs> meat party, <laughs> party, meat just, party. like, shepherd's pie pussy. Sure. Damn. Um, how do you, do you do you ever approach the conversation at all or is it because you're in the dating stage of like mm-hmm. casual dating that it never you don't date women that even bring it really up oh easy answer i i never i mean you're especially never in, in yeah in, in dating particularly early on mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna like for me it's nowhere near important because you don't care it's like it's, if she said no anal ever you'd be like, okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah unless she brought up and was like, I want to do this. I'm not going to be like, hey, I know this is the first time we're hooking up, but let's, let's see go what happens. to 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not important enough for yeah. me. And I, I don't know. It's, it's, I just feel like, again, what I've experienced is like most women just do not seem to enjoy it. Yeah. And it just, unless you're, you're into the pain angle, which, mm-hmm a lot of people are and it's a big part of sex for a lot of people yeah. I mean then I could understand that so it's but I'm definitely not trying to like assume yeah that and I would you know? I would think that with like casual dating there probably is a little bit more drinking and a little bit more like I'm I may never see you again so like let's just get sure. wild and crazy versus oh, like oh it's just kind of missionary and we're kind of tired and you know like I feel like <laughs> you know with us it's like we try to purposely keep it a little bit more adventurous because we know how you can kind of get into a rut of just like, mm. okay, you know my favorite position, you do this, and then we go to sleep. See, the way that's that's really interesting to hear because, like, for me, it almost seems like yeah, it's it. it's harder for people to have like the stamina. <laughs> And now we're back to regular audio, Cantor. You were just we're talking listening. about stamina and butt sex and first dates and how you were, you were talking about. Right. And we're back on our microphones. And we fixed your microphone. Yay, the bit's over. Yay. Um, you guys had mentioned, you were talking about like, oh, that's because for first dates, you kind of want to be more adventurous and sexually promiscuous. But for me, it's always more of like, no, I need to go with like what I know works, but just do that really, really, really well. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like that in my experience, that seems to be the, the better choice. You don't want to take a chance. Yeah. What am I? Yeah. Try and true, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to give a, Oh, suddenly you're going to give a Ted talk. Hey, let me give a Ted talk on the thing I know least about. (laughs) No, I'm going to go in with the fucking heavy hitters. The moves. uh, yeah, the, with, the classics, yeah, the canter classic. <laughs> That's what what's I call a can- it. What's a canter classic? I mean, what? six minutes of missionary <laughs> in, a, in a Scorsese film on your computer. <laughs> oh my god! No, I, I, I mean, Zach's like I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited here. Um, no, you know what I mean, though. I think it's to me, it's more about like, yeah, that if you're gonna do anything differently on a first date, it's it's better to just like perform exceptionally well uh, so and be attentive mm. I feel that and sort yeah. of be 
that's like kind of my style is like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to deliver the thing that, that they want. Yeah. Right. So, oh, so you're like a, a people pleaser. You, you for sure. Oh no, you're well, not well, having sex that, for you. Yeah. But I mean like that's a, it's, <laughs> no, it's like a Midwestern thing. But it gives you pleasure too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So, so again, that's why I come back to like with people in the past being like, oh, I don't like this at all. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I'm like, all right, the well, I guess this is costs. just how people, Red but, tape. and that's just probably just, you know, the, the batch of experience I've had. Yeah. And I, I, I'll also say that like uh, talking about like firsts and, and trying things, I know a lot of times I even think probably my butt virginity was taken by accident <laughs> because some dudes when they're like, not every girl's pussy is in the same Location. position and location at the yeah. same angle that there's been a lot Google of times that. you've Whoops. even done that shit where yeah, i've been like that's my asshole uh, yeah and it's not like it it's not like you know and and to be that's very clear crazy. i have to say like butt sex you need consent you can't just do it okay now that we got that out of the way <laughs> should we move on to gay anal sex sure okay so move gay- on move in <laughs> pound it um so uh gay men statistically are more likely to be tops which zachary would you like to go ahead and spill Wait, what, beans on top what does that even does mean? That mean gay men are more likely to be tops than that bottoms doesn't, that doesn't make any sense they're more likely you're, you're, to be wait, you're saying there are more tops out there yeah. than bottoms i don't know if that's true maybe well, that's true that's not true in los angeles california it was a national institute of health survey. what's that we get do you have the numbers in 2016 what are, what's um, the percentage well here's a di- i don't know if this is what you're asking for but i'm going to give you some stats new research by bespoke surgical interviewed 300 gay men this is a different uh, okay thing. Cool, 300 cool. gay men of different ages about their sex life and it found 13 percent have anal sex daily oh my wow. god <laughs> Thirty nine percent of gay men have it a couple times a week. Twenty four percent of gay men had it a couple times a month, mm-hmm. and five in six gay men have it at least a few times a year. Wait, five in six gay percent? men? No, like five out, five of, six. out of six. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, and then sorry, sorry, sorry. one in six has it less than once a year. So again, statistically, out of this research that means that around 16 percent likely had never even had anal sex huh Hmm. but then where the top and bottom thing do you know where that came from i'll look it up again um it's just um it makes sense i guess because it's it's anyone can top like you don't explain someone doesn't know top is the person who puts the dick in bottom is the person who gets the dick put in people say like pitcher catcher and then like a verse pitcher actually confuses me for some reason pitcher is the top yeah Catcher's the bottom. Yeah, Taking okay. it. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So all you need to top is really like um, a boner and a good attitude. You know what I mean? Like, um, so like anyone can like, and like I've like, I'm, God made me a bottom for sure, but I've, I've topped in situations where I'm like horny, but like did not feel like ready or like mm. wanting wow. this specific guy to put his dick in me. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, I'll fuck you. So how casual is giving your butthole up in the gay world? Pretty cash. I like mean, it's not as If you want it, you can as... find it. If it, like yeah. there, like if I got on Grindr right now, there are people within a mile who would be willing to be like ass up on their bed with the door unlocked mm-hmm. for me to come in and fuck them. So wow. is it not as precious as like what? Cause that's it like just, your pussy. It depends. <laughs> yep. For um, me to take the power. Pussy. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it just, depend, I mean, it depends on who you're talking to. There are gay men out there who have waited for marriage to have sex, you know, and then yeah. there's like gay guys in between like me. And then there are gay guys who are insatiably cock hungry. Whoa. Who I, I have a gay friend who has sex every day. 
with not with like maybe a roster, but like he has sex every day. When you were saying like the the was that an exaggeration? We're literally leaving the door unlocked. No, not an exaggeration. Real thing in any way. Wow. In any way, like they'll give you the apartment code to get into the front door. You'll go up to the third floor. Their front door is unlocked. Their room is dark. There might be music on, and their ass up. They're on their all fours. You don't see their face, and you fuck them, and then like leave. That's that's like a king. Yeah, but and it's just like very like. I would, okay, so on my experience on Grinder has been like I stick to oral sex with hookups. I don't go beyond oral sex unless it's with a regular partner, uh-huh. and that cancels out a lot of my flirting with guys. They're like, oh no, like I'm looking to pound a butt and a butt. And you told me recently too that like sometimes in relationships, gay men will not be like exclusive, but you're like, I'm not going to do anal sex with anyone yeah, else because it's like a relationship thing. It's just like, it's just like your open relationship. You have mm-hmm, boundaries. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. for me, I've set a boundary like, oh, like butt stuff is for my partner. Aww. Yeah. And like, but like a guy could blow me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's not, uh, that's not crazy. To I me. like the idea too of kind of like, um, I, I don't know how to say this. I'm probably getting in trouble, but like lessening the holes, the value of holes. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I, I completely. <laughs> the fact that, like, okay, so in prep is a thing in the gay community. It's like a once daily pill mm-hmm. that keeps you from getting HIV. It's so it's a uh, uh, birth control vibes with AIDS. Yeah. Um, or HIV. People are gonna freak out. Maybe. <laughs> um, but it's really opened the door to casual sex yeah where it's just like guys are on all fours ass up like just like taking random loads from strangers and i think that that's like too going back to the tabooness of butt sex and hetero relationships is that it feels more like dirty like a little bit more uh well you talk about how like there's a pristine butthole like community and reputation whereas like there is also a fascination with the dirtiness of it oh sure the kink yeah Yeah. the kink of it it's kinky yeah it's kinky but i do kind of wish we because i think like with the word virginity and like we're losing like virginity being a construct and we're kind of like you know we know that sex can be more than just penetration Mm -hmm. and that it's more of an experience between people and i like the idea when i say like lessening the value of holes is like I kind of wish I, I'm pretty lax about butt stuff. Like, I, I don't know. It just, I wish it worked for me the way it works so easily for like what I think a, a lot of like gay men. Sure. Again, the it. motivation is there because it feels very good. <sighs> yeah. Very, very good. I'm sad that we can't feel like the back of our good. clit being like knocked. Like, <laughs> hello. Ding, 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 ding. But I've never experienced a, a clitoral. <sighs> orgasm the best joke i ever read about sex like who does it feel better for again like we're using outdated pronouns but like is it better for men or is it for women and it's like when you stick your finger when your ear itches and you stick your finger in your ear what feels better your finger or your ear yeah yeah and it's like your ear yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean just purely based on the orgasms i've seen i've never had i've never had sex i've never stuck a dildo and a gay man's butt so i have not seen the gay man's orgasm from my point of view but from orgasm point of views i would say that clitoral orgasms have by far like stretched eons more than any other orgasm i have seen yeah sure well male orgasm is so like it's still like at the ready like any of us could like come in the next three minutes if given (laughs) just say the word yeah yeah truly this can take a turn let's get weird oh yeah (laughs) i mean there is an apocalypse happening yeah you know has to in 17 days honestly Um, though but this would be like the weirdest funniest like 
if we were the only four that survived, <laughs> would you watch that sitcom? They'd be forced to. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Co- yeah. Continue, continue. Oh, no, but I was just saying like the female orgasm seems a little bit more significant. Yeah. Um, so moving on to talking about anal sex toys. Um, I have a few here. Everyone can have one. Those Jared. are just always in her couch too. That's <laughs> like the unlucky know. person who Cantor, sits on the wrong. You can hold the smallest. That one's one of my favorites because it's a USB charged one. Oh, um, I was gonna say USB. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Zach, I say. gave you the horsetail butt plug. Ah! <laughs> so this is a crystal uh, glass butt plug with a whip attached. So if you put this in your ass, you look like a horse. Cool. So is this um, furry territory? No. That's like BDSM. Like but it's also a whip. Yeah. It looks like a horse tail. Oh yeah. But I didn't, it, it just looks like. Or a, a very stuffy person's like bathroom thing. handle. You How know do you I mean? have this in your butt <laughs> and whip someone with it? At the same time, you have a very strong butt. Um, and then I've got these tiny little anal beads. So talking about uh, anal sex toys behavior, the National Institute of Health says in partnered relationships, so people who have a partner, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the sexual behaviors by gender and age for sex toys are, for men who are in a relationship who have said that they've used anal sex toys in the past month was only 3.6%. Yeah, sounds about right. In the past year was 7.7%. And in their lifetime, the amount of men who have used anal sex toys on themselves with a partner is 18.3%. Wow, still so low. So theoretically, there's 82% of men who have never put something in their butt. That's so sad to me. And good job on that math so quickly. It's Um, It's just worth... I can't imagine having this body... For years on years on years, and not kind of exploring well, it. Well, doesn't even extent. know what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> How, what are we going to do about this? Are we going to give you a mirror in like five minutes and like a? Just give me all these toys, and then we'll. I'll, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll I'll, I'll come out and I'll be like, okay, he's a different person. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, for for females, let's talk about uh, sex toys. Anal sex toys, excuse me. Uh, the amount of women with a partner who have used a sex toy uh, in the last month was only 3.1%, so less than men. Uh, in the year was 7.3, which again is less than men. And in their lifetime is 16.1, which again is less than men. So more men have used sex toys in their lifetime than women as of late, which Wait. just keeps what? continuing the stereotype. Wait, but this is anal? Anal. Oh. So that continues the stereotype right. that women prefer vaginal intercourse more than anal intercourse. And I actually think, are in some ways, are women less likely to explore, like, I think again it's like that forbidden fruit like oh my god if you let a guy do it like you have to put up with the pain and like because you trust them and like you're letting them do this thing you're willing to put up with pain yeah Yeah, I yeah I just I hate that idea well because it makes you feel like it's not yours yeah but sometimes you want to be taken hell yeah Hmm. well Um, but isn't there something to that though isn't like because I mean sex can be a lot of different things for a lot of different people I mean it this is a total generalization but it does seem to me that like a lot of women talk more about the the context and the in the nature of if you're in a relationship Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm, example mm -hmm. of what sex is rather than the actual act necessarily right Mm, i I mean that's a total generalization i got no no, i got no facts to support no no no. i think there's something to that but yeah i mean and so this idea of like you said being taken or Mm -hmm. like knowing that this is a taboo knowing that Mm -hmm. this is wrong even though i don't 
like it. That, yeah. I mean, that does seem to line up as maybe. And plays into it. Yeah. And I think, again, it kind of also goes back to the outdated traditionalism of women being less than men. Like, they are property. They are to be taken. They are mm-hmm. not in power of their own bodies. They don't belong to themselves. So, like, the best advice I could give is, like, women, explore your buttholes. Hell, everyone explore your buttholes. Whoa, Whoa. Zachary. Uh. My, my, I have to go feed my meter. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Can do I you want to stay out, for out? farting and sharding? I, you know what? This is a perfect break for Zach. No <laughs> Zach is going to go fill his meter, which is not a euphemism. Um, <laughs> let's nice. talk about farting and sharding in anal <laughs> Ooh. So I think everyone's worst fear, mm. and I remember when we did adult shit that we had some like horror stories written in once or twice about uh, these, you know, porn bloopers you would see about a girl doing anal, and when it comes out, you like lose all control of your bowels and you just shit all over the guy, whether it be a hookup or someone you like or a crush or even your boyfriend. That that's like the biggest fear in your life. Has that ever happened to either of you? How do you deal with poopy dick? I I'm I'm a lot more lackadaisical with mm-hmm. it. Like I like I know it's a really sensitive subject for a lot mm-hmm. of women. So like if I did have the opportunity to get in there, uh, <laughs> I'm a lot more low key. Like if there is a fart, if it is like a little like eh, you yeah. know, I'm still very okay with it. Like I'll just yeah. you know wash off after. Yeah. But, um, I'm not gonna like blow it up in her face. Oh my god! Like that's yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. really dick move. And I can dick move. I can already <laughs> guess, Candor, because you are such a Midwesterner that like you would, would make apologize. it your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm so that sorry. Must, that must be <laughs> my shit. I don't know. Somehow <laughs> it must have come out. Oh, my oh, ass. This isn't bad. I'm like putting it in my mouth. I'm like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> like I She's love like, this actually. Don't eat this my favorite thing yeah, i'm so glad great. you did it um, um have you ever had have, any uh, thing haven't experienced the the poopy dick i mean oh, wow. uh, but you know farts or anything in that sort of queefs. realm big fan of queefs can't tell the difference can yeah, you guys yeah. tell the difference between a fart and a queef no nope. nope. i mean <laughs> cancer's laughing <laughs> I, I, can, I can take a very comical approach to Go. the two yeah well you know it's uh, a fart is more the low end uh, <laughs> wait a fart is more of like a and then a queef is more like a. <laughs> <laughs> That's an elementary school joke, How ladies and gentlemen. How did you do that? And I would argue with you that my pussy is Wait. way looser. Well, 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 <laughs> I think maybe more like this. Wait. Oh god. I used That's to be what so my queefs sound like. Yeah, it's like it's inverted. Yeah. I. Uh, I stand by the fact that I don't think dudes know the difference. And I think so many women are so afraid of queefing that they're like, oh, it was a fart, I swear. And sometimes like your bellies rub together, or your chest yeah, rub together. Right, and then right. you got yeah. noise. A lot of farting noises. But my I, advice I is just can. like, do it. Who the fuck cares? It's a noise. Yeah. I mean, it's a noise. I mean. It's a yeah. noise. That's such a beautiful thing. It's a noise. Yeah. It's a noise. Yeah. When you put it that way, right. why are we so ashamed of air? Why are we so ashamed of a noise? It's a smelly noise. Zach. I think that might be problematic. You think it's a smelly? Farts well, are smelly. Farts. Queefs aren't yeah. smelly. Oh, no, not queefs. Farts. Yeah. Zach, um, why are we so afraid of a simple noise during sex? Like, if someone were to fart during sex, why are we so terrified of that? Um, probably the smell. Mm. <laughs> now, we just talked a little bit about uh, straight yeah, like, dudes and queefing and farting. What about gay dudes like, and farting? <laughs> of course, I hate... I hate a bunch of things here like <laughs> that it's like edited out of porn mm. so we watch porn and we don't hear the <laughs> like the air pocket that happens or like sometimes the guy's dick like 
pushes like an air bubble yeah. like out of you. So like yeah. it's not a fart. It's just like what happened. It's like gack, you know, when you put your hand in the <laughs> gack. gack tube. <laughs> so um, does it happen a lot with gay anal sex? Yeah, of yeah. course. Okay, so it's just kind of like an understood thing. And if you're laughing about it, you're fucking childish and you shouldn't be having sex anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think the adult, if, if there are two adults in the room, I'm hope, cross, fingers crossed. <laughs> like they're like, yeah, that's that's an unfortunate byproduct of yeah. what we're doing with our bodies right now. Um, also, the idea of anal sex and cleanliness, especially I think with gay sex it's one hole yeah and unless you stick it in your eye you're having a clean time but with vaginal sex and anal sex and the two holes being so close together Dangerous. to me it's just like yeast infection city mm. yeah. oh we from dipping double dipping double dipping and just it is that a thing where yeah. guys will go bounce back oh, and forth yeah it's like Cantor is like not in my experience. Uh, Jared, uh, back is in my, my glory days, that yeah. was Your definitely glory hole days. Glory hole nice. days. Have any, has anyone done a glory hole? I'm looking no. at Zach. No, okay. no, no. Then I know neither of you do. Glory hole is insane I, to I, me. The wild. fact that it's... no one's put like a little guillotine on the other side <laughs> of a glory hole blows my mind. <laughs> I'm sure if you go on like 4chan, you can find it. That's the definition. Like that's the definition of how horny men are. That they'd put their dick where they can't. See, see it, it. <laughs> and hope for the best <laughs> insane i mean insane. that's part of the kink of it right is you're just like who's gonna touch it sure what's gonna touch and it's it? like a it's an equal it, like it, it levels the playing field for like what is attached to the dick you know it could be like a losery guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just like a disembodied yeah, dick yeah yeah um so we talked a little we touched a little bit on douching and anal mm-hmm. douching mm-hmm. i uh, the day the the story about the the Valentine's Day sex that was the auto was fucked up. I had my best gay fr- my best friend who was also gay. I hate saying like my gay BMF, but that's a word. Okay, my whatever. Gay. My gay, my gay. Mm. Um, all day he was telling me like what to eat, how to clean it out. Like he said, you have to literally put your finger in there and like scoop it around. Like you're wow. getting ice cream out of a tin with water in there. No, like with oh. your finger. Well, like oh, it's so. Or like a baby wipe. Like in general, I use baby wipe. Like I have baby wipes instead of when I go poop, I use a baby wipe and I kind of just like clean the whole area. Baby wipes are great. Yeah, they're perfect. And it's like, it gives me a boost of confidence if spontaneous butt stuff were to happen in the day. I'm like, Mm. oh, I'm relatively very clean back there. With women, you wear jeans for 20 minutes and your pussy is a swamp. Oh, but do some guys love that? Like, (laughs) I've never met a guy who's like, let me taste your sweaty pussy. Really? (laughs) Oh, that's a shame. There's like a a thing in the gay community where they're like anti-deodorant, anti-like a cologne like they want like a very like man smell no not for me they don't want like a a musk <laughs> down there no okay um okay let's talk a little bit about the dangers of anal <laughs> the american cancer society reports that <laughs> cancer res- you get cancer receptive yeah. receptive anal intercourse also increases the risk of anal cancer in both men and women particularly in those younger than 30 HPV wow. or yeah HPV it hasn't like calloused over. Oh, it Jesus. Hasn't, like, become, like, a- <laughs> HPV is the main cause of anal cancer, uh. but apparently anal intercourse in particular increases the likelihood that the virus will attack the anus or rectum. Multiple sex partners is also listed as a risk risk factor for anal cancer. Cancer again, the woman is experiencing hetero. Blah, 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 blah. The, yeah. So women women in heterosexual relationships. 
are the most at risk for butt cancer. Wow. I know in general, being on the receiving end of unprotected anal sex is the most risky thing you can possibly do. Absolutely. Um, The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, also known as the CDC, who I'm sure you guys have been hearing a lot from this week, just uh, released in August 2016 a new fact sheet on anal sex and HIV risk. The first statement on the page says, anal oh, anal sex is the riskiest behavior for getting and transmitting HIV for men and women. By far. And I think everyone knows that, right? No. I wonder if that's going to change as as more women get (laughs) cervical cancer. Um, Okay. So (laughs) we didn't even talk about condoms. And I know people are probably going to write in talking about condoms. And I'm just going to say it. And I'm sorry. I don't like them. Hate them. I I hate to echo that, but um, (laughs) I mean, but again, I'm not having penetrative anal sex. I guess I've been in so many relationships too. Could you imagine putting a condom on a dick before you suck it? Like that's what institutions would have you do. But like not (laughs) as long as I'm walking the earth, will I ever do that? And and I think that's like what uh, healthcare is kind of starting to understand is that less and less people our age are using condoms. So it's less about finding out ways to make us use condoms and more about ways to solve the uh, viruses and the STDs and eyes that we're getting, right? Yeah. Like chlamydia used to be literally like a death sentence back in the old age or like syphilis, right? You would get that and you would fucking die. There was like a syphilis plague from that book that I recommended a few weeks ago. And now it's like you take pills for 10 days and you don't fuck for a little and like who cares? But the problem with that is like even with the prep that I was talking about, since preps come on the more, uh, market other STDs have gone through the roof and now there's super versions of them that can't be cured with antibiotics. I don't know how to make this conversation productive and safe for list for confidants because I am, I just like, I don't, like them when well, I don't need to. And here's like the them. deal: you can even be having, say, you have unprotected sex with your partner, your mm-hmm. main partner, and you use condoms with everyone else. There's still the factor your partner could cheat on you. You know what I mean? There's still mm-hmm. like, you're never going to be fully safe. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's about minimizing risk. Mm-hmm. So judge the situation, have open honest communication, do your part, get tested every three months. But you know, and stay I on guess top it's of it because I know I know my sexual health so well. That I feel like maybe I'm too trusting of other people. Absolutely. And I, it's definitely gotten me in trouble. Like I, the audience knows I got chlamydia the second time I had sex. And I wow. was like, oh my God, I'm ruined forever. What'd and then you get I was the like, first oh, time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A bad reputation and a fucking rash on my ass from fucking oh, in an F-150. Hell Ooh. yeah. Um, that, that would happen in Florida for sure. Yeah. Okay, it's, yeah. Duh. How do you guys Florida. feel about <laughs> condoms and butt stuff? I or? can't wait. They're like, oh, love them. <laughs> <laughs> super, super into condoms. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone is like, I sex in general is better with condoms. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. but, but I mean, I always assume, especially just dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you, you gotta have, mm-hmm. I mean, do you ever date this is very personal you don't have to answer it but like you're dating right now do you ever like meet a girl at a bar take her home and then not use a condom uh, oh yeah he's smiling but i mean like that, hello, that, that's that would culture. not be that would not be typical though yeah I mean, sure. there are there are you, and it's because you're so trusting of the other person right like i think i'm just well, so honest that like or i mean a lot of people there's alcohol involved mm, and just your yeah. judgment is not good how, how so, do we make this conversation productive well, I think it's like what Zach said. I think it's you just minimize the risk as much as you can. So yeah. if you're dating and you're and you're this is your first time engaging mm-hmm. in sex with a particular person, I mean, probably should be prepared to use a condom. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just like 
and if you like the person and they like you and it yeah. continues, then great. Then you can sort of mm-hmm. learn about each other more and then mm-hmm. Now what about with anal sex? Have you do you find that anal sex with condoms is harder, easier, better, worse? I've literally never tried. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, with, with yeah. I, it just seems like it's I mean I feel like that already be. already so difficult to to yeah. enter the gate, so to yeah. speak. That the only any... times that I've had anal, it's been like very drunk and uh, like a very, very kind of throw caution to the wind. Caution to the wind kind of, yeah. kind of day. So Yeah. That's And then again know. I think about like the women who are in that position are like again, I think maybe just like either they're blissfully ignorant or unaware about their sexual health or like clearly if they're doing certain sexual behaviors that you would just be updated on yourself. I don't know. Yeah. You're giving people guys. I'm confident. Please don't come for me on this conversation. It's (laughs) not something I feel confident. It's not something I feel confident about. Don't come for me on this sex episode. It's an anal sex episode. Okay. They definitely won't come for you then. Um, a two round out because we have been going for a very long time. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about like if any of our confidants want to try anal sex for the first time, there were a couple steps and I'm going to read them. Uh, and then if you guys have anything to add or take, away that would be great sure um step one relax i think so much about anal sex is mental 75 percent of it is it's you just gotta loosen almost all literally it's, it's it's truly i've enjoyed it more when i've mentally wanted that man inside mm. of me so if there's mm. any sort of like doubt about who's Ooh. about to penetrate you mm. you're instinctively you have two sphincters i'm pretty sure everyone does what? the second one what? is not yeah, there's what? a second one inside your own butthole. Yeah, so it's the first sphincter, what? and then there's the second sphincter. Wow. So the whole thing is like getting the second sphincter to relax, which is almost like your subconscious mm. sphincter. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have two sphincters? There are numerous sphincters in the human body, including those Damn. that control the release of urine and feces. Yeah. There are two sphincters at the anus. I did not. Did you guys know that? Nope. No. There you go. Yeah. So it's about like, and truly like, I think that's sometimes the wall people are hitting. Like, wow. So it's like, for me, the best anal sex has been like a dude that I was very into. into, And like the idea of him like being inside of me was like relaxing me. And again, I think like what Kendra said, unless like the pain is something that like you're into, I think all of these steps should be considered. Like you should really think about it and make sure that like you're with someone that you trust and that yeah, like, if yeah, they do yeah. have poopy dick, it's not going to be a big deal. Or like, I don't know if you bleed, I've heard that a million times. Like, there's no natural moisture. I mean, there's some natural moisture, but that you tear so easy because that yeah. skin's not meant to be rubbed up against yeah. profusely. That's why you transmit things so quickly. It goes into your bloodstream. Wow. Mm, You've yeah, done yeah, yeah. these micro yeah. tears in yeah. your hole. And Say it's an airlock. It's so tight that like like HIV and stuff dies when it's exposed to air. <gasps> so if you're airtight coming into like little open wounds, it's like, yeah. Say that again. <laughs> um, okay, so step two is communicate. Again, like I think the more you are open about what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with. And even if you like anal sex and your partner doesn't, I think like that's also something you consider. <laughs> yeah, don't make your partner yeah. do it. It's <laughs> um, a great tip. Lather up, baby. I think lube, lube, lube. If mm. it's your first time trying mm. anal, I cannot. And coconut oil is my favorite. Coconut oil is the shit. It's, shit. it's the best. We have tried so many lubes. Oh my god! Everyone's like, okay, this one's the best. Everyone's like, trust me, this one's the best. Water based, oil based, and it's like nothing beats coconut. Is it water based that eventually gets sticky, sticky again? And you're like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. So lube, 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 lube. Uh, lots of foreplay, I would say. Like Zach, you even talked about like 
dudes jerking themselves off while getting railed. I think that's such a fun visual. Like it's a never ending dick jerk. Yeah. Um, it's like a double jerk. <laughs> never I think ending dick jerk. I think for women, especially because we don't have that prostate to foreplay with all the functions uh, will definitely help you relax and kind of get in that state of mind. Uh, <laughs> I wrote down, assume the position because there are certain <laughs> positions that are better. Yeah. Is there anything better than being on all fours? Uh, oh, uh, hands down for me, it's on my back. On oh, your back. Like a pretzel. Like on my back. Like, like how you guys would have pishin- missionary. Yeah. <laughs> missionary. Missionary. Maybe like me with my legs kind of on his shoulder. You wow. know, oh, I hate that. that one. It hurts my fucking hamstring oh, I would so not much. have guessed that, but that actually makes huh. a, lot of, a lot of sense. It's yeah. so good. Wow. Uh, uh, doggy style actually hurts me sometimes. It, it's like an angle thing. Oh, I feel like really? It hits oh, a wall faster. Like the top of the, I don't the butt know. or the just, bottom? The top of the butt or the bottom. Like in the hole, the is it going like up or is it going down? I guess that depends on the angle of the dick or like, mm. I don't know. But for me, it's on my back. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's easier to hit the prostate like that, right? For sure. Yeah. Is the, where's the prostate in the butthole for guys? You go up and like, like, uh, like a, if you put a hook. Oh, so it's like a G <laughs> like spot. It's a P yeah. spot. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a P spot. I love that. Uh, go slow. I think so many people make the mistake of just poofing it oh in my there. God, yeah. But then I realize sometimes when it's an accident, you know, like when it really truly is an accident, you're, already relaxed and i was like oh wait that wasn't as bad as it mm. could have been yeah. but do go slow because if you're going too slow you're thinking about it too much and you might tighten up sure so maybe i don't know you chop a dick off yeah um then i put <laughs> breathing is so important yeah once it's happening you don't want to hold your breath or anything or pass out that would be bad no um i put vaginal stimulation if you have a vagina do that uh and also then, can i just say oh yeah breathing in general yeah <laughs> breathing. ladies and gentlemen breathing. guys breathing is great you know, uh, the other day i was just like i, I don't think i've breathed, breathed in like two days <laughs> let's all take a cleansing breath ready confidants in out let's wow. do another one let's do another wow, one let's do great. another one in through the nose ready one two three out how many of our buttholes just relaxed? So I'm ready. Are you ready? You ready? Yeah. Super tight. Um, and lastly, I want to say if you're trying anal for the first time and it doesn't work, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times it didn't work with my first high school boyfriend that I experimented and explored this whole subject matter with. Remember, like when I did finally do it, it was like a fucking victory dance because it failed so many times. You have to kick yourself up or dust yourself off and try again. Don't yourself kick yourself. <laughs> Dust yourself off and try again. You yeah. can dust it off and try again. Try again. Oh. Um, <laughs> so don't be sad if it fails. Because how many times has it failed for you guys? Never. Like no. <laughs> 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 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, no yeah, success. Uh, uh, right. Although there's time. Or you get halfway through and you're like, I'm not enjoying this. Cancel. Mm. Cancel clear. You know? Control. Cancel clear. <laughs> um, and I also was just randomly thinking about this. If you have animals in your house, wait, hold on with me. Oh, oh my God. Like for instance, we have a foster dog and two cats and we have like a blanket on our bed that we leave on during the day so that if the animals are on the bed, it just goes on the blanket. But sometimes Zero and I will be in the throes of passion and we'll just kind of like do it. And I don't realize how much dog and cat hair is on that blanket. And just be careful about that because that is also <laughs> UTI and yeast city. So just like be yeah, careful about what you're putting Don't in your butt. Don't ram any cat hair up your holes <laughs> is what Kelsey's trying You'd to say. You'd be surprised. Like after I've been done, I'd be like, oh my God, is that like a fucking cat fluff in between my butt cheeks? The same way you find like oh, a, a sure, hair. Sure, 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 sure. So just like, you know, be wash yourself. Always clean after butt sex too, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Before, after. <sighs> you guys, thanks so much for being so vulnerable and open with me. And um, I would love for all of you to at least tell people where you'd like to be found. Find me anywhere at Zach Noe Towers, Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. And on Grinder. Grinder, if you're within two miles. <laughs> Hit me up. We can talk more I'll about be on all stuff. fours waiting for you, baby. <laughs> with the door unlocked. Panther, if any girls want to <laughs> finally give you your first successful <laughs> anal experience, where can they find you? I mean, like, I guess Instagram. Every time I put you on my Instagram story, it's so annoying how many girls are like, this oh is my great. God, you need to single? let me know about these things. Oh, this is, where do people find uh, you? My name, Stephen Cantor. S T E V E N K A N T E R. Cantar means to sing in Italian. Uh, and Jared oh. Lucas, where can people find you? I am at Cap Slap. K A P S L A P. And you guys, I have some really exciting news. I have launched a spring tea store. Uh, we have all sorts of merch on there. For example, uh, springtea.com slash Kelsey dash Dara, I think is the link. Let me make sure. Can you do dashes? It's not. <laughs> How do I find what my link is? I sent it to Brooke. Where's Brooke? Oh, she's right here. Um, oh, it's teespring dot. Oh, sorry, teespring dot com slash stores slash Kelsey dash Dara. I'll fucking link it below. Yeah, I do. Link. Anyways, yeah. we have confidently insecure sweatshirt hoodies. We have a reusable tote that says "Don't be a dick to the environment." That is based on our on our environmentalism episode. We have confidant stickers. We have uh, coffee mugs and uh, stickers that say "Drink coffee and don't be a cunt." And my new favorite that I put, there are leggings that say, these are my sad day pants and t-shirts that say, this is my sad day shirt. So if you guys want to check out the merch, it will be linked below. I'm going to be constantly designing and adding stuff based on our confidant uh, inside jokes and fun that we have. Also, uh, stay safe during this time, during the COVID. Don't be an asshole. Uh, wash your hands. Um, explore your butthole. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.